Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the importance of discipline in Dharma practice. Welcome. Today's topic is discipline. Discipline is what really grounds the qualities of meditation and study and connects it with the activities in the world, how we relate to ethics and morality, how we go about the smallest activities and thoughts and speech of everyday life. The word discipline can have negative connotations for us sometimes. It's connected with punishment. Often person has been disciplined, means they've been punished. But the word I've discovered actually comes from the same root as the word disciple. It's a form of learning, actually. It's a way of learning, discipline. And it's very important within the Dharma teachings. The Buddha talked a lot about discipline and about effort and the importance of those factors. And there are a lot of guidelines and challenges on how to work with discipline. Are we being too loose? Are we being too tight? That is something we can look at in terms of our life altogether and in terms of our meditation practice as well. Traditionally, the story is told that the Buddha said, well, it should be like tuning an instrument. If you tune too tightly, you might break a string. If it's too loose, it'll be off-key. So finding that right balance between too tight and too loose is really an ongoing um, a challenge or something that we work with all, all along as practitioners of the Dharma. I think another misconception, perhaps, or about discipline is the notion that it's just a bunch of rules and regulations, that we need to follow the rules and regulations, follow the directions, and then everything will be okay. But actually, discipline as a practice is much more subtle and interesting than simply following some set of rules. In meditation practice, when our mind is wandering, that moment when we notice and bring our mind back, that's an example of discipline. It's based on noticing, it's based on awareness, and some kind of intention or decision or value of coming back, of being present, of connecting with the practice. The idea of discipline is extremely important in the connection of formal meditation practice on the cushion, so to speak, and bringing that attitude of awareness, kindness, and openness into everyday life. Discipline is really the link there. It's where the rubber meets the road where our ideas of things are tested in our actions and our speech and our thoughts. So if discipline isn't about following a set of rules or regulations, what is it exactly? The image I like that Trupa Rinpoche used, or the advice I suppose he gave, was to create an atmosphere of discipline. The importance of just creating a general tone of discipline into which decisions about individual actions or reactions would inhabit. So how do we create an atmosphere of discipline? There are a lot of different ways. I think we need reminders. It's good to set up some form of reminders. And it's good to relate day by day, at the beginning of the day, kind of reconnecting in some ways to our path, our spiritual training and understanding. And beginning with whatever we do first thing in the morning, trying to set a tone for the day. And this does not mean being uptight or worried about falling away or messing up, but it sort of creates a, a sense of desire, I suppose, a positive desire to, to really lead a disciplined life and seeing the value of that. So much of discipline, I think, is based on just paying attention, paying attention to the results of how we are acting upon ourselves and, and upon those people around us, noticing, paying attention, 
and kind of bending the energy slowly towards benefit and less towards feeding further confusion. In fact, traditionally, discipline is said to be that which cools the heat of neurosis. The discipline cools the chaos and the overwhelm and the heat of uh, emotional upheavals. It's a taming quality. It's a, a cooling quality, a refreshing quality, not connected with punishment at all, but connected with the kind of uplifting of life and an appreciation of life at a deeper level that is worthy of our paying attention, is worthy of our acting properly, it's worthy of investing our energy in. Within an atmosphere of discipline, life is so much more refreshing and meaningful. Discipline can definitely be a kind of a tug-of-war quality to it, where we decide to do something that expresses some notion of discipline, and then immediately, even though we've just decided to do it, this big wall of resistance arises, and we think, well, maybe maybe not, maybe maybe tomorrow, or maybe that's not such a good idea after all, or it seemed like a great idea the first thing in the morning, but now I'm too tired, and et cetera, et cetera, back and forth, so some good intention, I'm going to be more disciplined, and then the reaction, eh, maybe not thing is, it's it's hard to stick with any regime we set up for ourselves, any uh, schedule of disciplined activities. So we fall off the wagon, so to speak. And then it's all often that the, the overreaction is become rigid and uh, kind of military approach to discipline where we kind of force ourselves through a very tight and unyielding schedule. So there's a flakiness on one hand, good intentions, but falling away. And then there's a rigid response perhaps an overreaction on the other side, which is very different than the idea of creating an atmosphere of discipline. So discipline becomes a natural uh, activity within a more general atmosphere, a more general sense of what our life is about. To do anything, we need discipline. It is so essential. But so often it, it is a struggle, and we work at it, and sometimes we fail at it. So the challenge really is to to get to a point where discipline is a natural response. I think the key really is to bring ourselves back to discipline when that is warranted, but then to, to drop it, to not feed kind of a battle where we're battling ourselves over what we should do and how we don't want to do it and on and on and on, a never-ending talk back and forth internally about trying to get ourselves to do something. So when we make a decision, like in meditation, when we bring our mind back, we've been distracted, then we just go on and we drop it. We don't continue to struggle or beat ourselves up and we just carry on. So discipline in some ways is just carrying on. Often the only way to achieve anything is just carrying on. And by doing so, we're weaving that kind of atmosphere of discipline that uh, Trungpa Rinpoche had talked about. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.